sing this? Why don't we sing this as a prayer and uh, let it come from deep within your heart? Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious like it's going to be a little easier than what it is when you actually get up here so um so um when simon texted me on wednesday about having the message i thought i might talk a little bit about um, the new year and some goals and some ways god works in the way physical goals and um, spiritual goals sometimes work a lot the same way and i'll talk a little bit about that but meanwhile um my shouldn't have favorite uncles one of them is pretty special. He gave me my first pickup truck. It's a 1970 Chevy. Um, whenever I needed work, he always put me to work. Whenever I needed advice, he always gave me advice. He's had a hard life. He married a, a woman that um, um, had been abused by her dad and, um, and hated men and led to a lot of problems. He, they're separated. Um, his children have had struggles and um, there's a lot of things we won't go into detail in, but the very, very special friend, he, um, they um, found him Thursday morning laying beside his truck in a coma. Um, he had got a brain bleed and dad had talked to him that morning. And everything was fine and he, the, his neighbor saw him laying there and um, called the, the ambulance and he's been uh, in a coma ever since. So the doctors are saying that best case scenario, um, he'll have a long, hard recovery. So, um, but today is about the, the beauty and the amazingness of God. Um, and, you know, so I'm, I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to try to 
there's a, things God's been showing me. I'm going to try to um, to bring those out as a um, as a blessing to me. I hope it, it's a blessing to you guys. My thoughts are a little jumbled, but um, starting off here. Um, so some of my New Year's goals um, are getting more healthy, um, and then um, there's some things in my spiritual life I, I'm working on, and then to be a better father and a husband. But um, just to use the health goals, for instance, um, I've started doing some things. I've, I've made myself accountable to some people, but um, running and all these things do no good if you don't cut out sugar, if you don't cut out the bad things. And same with my spiritual goals. I, I, I want to become less critical. I want to be more loving. I want to spend more time in prayer. There's a lot of things I, I'm working on in my spiritual life, but if I don't get rid of the things the Holy Spirit points out to me, that those things do no good. Um, so to use my uncle's situation as a little bit of an example, um, you know, he has had a very, very hard life. Um, I, I would not want to walk his life, but I'm, I'm afraid I wouldn't be where he's at if I did walk his life. But I think God can be different for different people. Like if he, my uncle needed him in a little different way. Um, when my grandma died, it was, a, it was a hard time. It happened back in October. Um, she lived on the same property he did. He lives in a camper in, in the garage. He owns the, the property. And then she lived in the house. And they were very, very close. She's a widow, has been since my mom was 13. And um, he, he's separated. So, and at, they were very close. So at the, at the funeral, like all my other aunts and uncles had a loving partner sitting there beside him, you know. And, 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 and you know, he was by himself. So, um, but, you know, he's not a complainer. He's, a, he's a, as a rule, a pretty positive, upbeat person. But, um, so when my grandma passed, there was a few things that happened. So, one thing is her spirit leading up to it. To the very last, she was, wish she was calling people, wanting to make sure they were okay. She was blessing others to the very end. There was, I talked to her after we found out she had leukemia, maybe a week before she died the last time I saw her. And she was still as positive as ever. She couldn't, couldn't move. She was laying there, but she could talk and was completely positive, was worried about me, was, didn't want to talk about her. And um, then, you know, the th kind of what stood out to me about that, this has kind of been, this is kind of a coincidence. It's the end of the year. It's a New Year's thing. But um, in the last couple months, um, we've, my grandma died, my, um, my wife's aunt got really sick, um, one of our closest friends died, and now my uncle's in a coma, all in just a couple, couple months. So God's been showing me a lot of things, but um, at, at my grandma's funeral, so my, I have an uncle, my mom's oldest sister married an Amish guy who became a bishop. And this guy was hardcore. He, I'm sure he had good intentions, but he um, he was hardcore enough that when my grandma got sick once, she went to live in a camper at one of my Mennonite uncle's houses because um, she needed help. But she lived in a camper so she wouldn't be in his house because 
she wanted to stay Amish because she wanted to be buried beside her husband. When she went back to, to for communion, they made, he made her um, get up front and confess for living on a Mennonite son's property. Like this guy, he's, he, he's hardcore. But uh, he wouldn't come to our, our gatherings. He, 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 he was interesting. But um, when my grandma died, the spirit out of that man was insane. Like I could not believe it. He, he came up to all us Mennonite people like he was friendly. He invited us to his house. He, his spirit was open and loving. And it shocked me so much. I started asking some people, what happened to Furman? And they're like, oh, he's different. Like, he's been different. Like, he's up, he, he visits Gerald a lot. He, um, he's up by Grandma. He's, he's different. And so that was the first major blessing was in, in his family. Like, they went from being um, nice but kind of guarded to they're friendly, they're open. And now when my Uncle Gerald's in the hospital, that Amish bishop went there, and um, actually that's the first time he responded since he's been in the coma. He just sat down and read Psalms 23 to him, and my uncle actually responded like he moved, and that's the first first sign that, that he even knows what's going on. But he didn't go there and preach at him and yell at him about leaving the Amish. He went there and read the Bible. So I'm a little overwhelmed about about that. Like, I know that may sound simple, but to see God working not only in Gerald's life and not only in my grandma's life, but a lot of us made different decisions. But God reaches all of us where we are. Like, as long as we're seeking God, we don't have to make the same decisions. And uh, so with all this, um, one of the things that... Um, so I, I got to see that my grandma died in a very, very peaceful way, but we were happy to see her go. She was suffering. And then our friend Iva was in the Portland airport. Um, she's very, very close to Vernon and I. She's helped us through a lot of things. Um, but I didn't ever, I'd never realize, realized she's just the person that always would call you, see how you're doing. Just very giving and loving. But I, she was in the Portland airport coming back. Um, they had had their anniversary trip and then did a conference. She came back and fell over dead in the, in the Portland airport, just completely unexpected. At her funeral and viewing, thousands of people showed up. And the crazy impact that this lady had on people, and I always like, want to think, you know, I have these, I want to help people. I, like, I want to, my wife and I want to do foster care. There's things we want to do, but our family's still not in the right place. So I tend to think, well, I'll help people. I'll help people when we get there, when we're in the right position. But this lady didn't give people money. She, she just loved. She met people where they were. She built them up. She didn't badmouth people. She just served. We can all do that. We don't have to be in a certain position. We don't have to have certain resources. We can, we can love people. We can build them up. We can speak life and truth over them. And, you know, why don't we? Like, that's, that's another thing. So, um, through all this, God started revealing some things to me I didn't really care to, care to see. Um, I've kind of discovered I, I had a problem with thankfulness and being kind of critical. And um, 
one of the things that happened is when my uncle got sick or somebody else put out a prayer request and said um, that, you know, Gerald is in a coma and it would appear like he may not be right with the Lord. Let's pray for him. Okay, he made some different decisions, but that man is, I know him pretty well and I, I would have as much confidence in his being right with the Lord as almost anybody. But he made different decisions. So right away I started getting kind of upset. Like I, my hackles kind of rose. But then I realized that that was still done in love. That person truly, in their heart, they thought. That's what they thought. Now why, how am I any different for getting mad and critical over that person? So there's some things that I've been, I've been working through. But um, there's a verse in Acts 18. That kind of stuck out to me. Um, well, it's a couple verses. Acts 18.24. A certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla heard, had heard, they took him unto them and expounded him unto him the ways of the Lord more perfectly. And that, that's a good lesson to us. There's a few things there. For one thing, if we if we're doing what if we are following the Lord as we're being led, we may not be a hundred percent correct. But God will send people or God will lead us. The other thing is they didn't go up there in front of the synagogue in front of all the people and say, you dummy you know, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, they took him aside and showed him the truth. And then I, I came across a uh, little meme on Facebook, and I actually shared it. It kind of spoke to me, but it, it says something about um, correcting people in private, um, defending them in public, and then um, I don't even remember what the third thing was. But um, so, so that's kind of been my journey a little bit. But mostly, I just uh, there's a few little miracle things that happened when, when they got my uncle to the first hospital. They said that the chances of anybody making it to the hospital with having the brain bleed he had was very, very slim, um, because of the fact that it had been a while, and there was enough pressure on the brain to actually cause the bleed. So, um, and then they said if best case scenario, he'll have a long, hard road, but. What's beautiful is the fact that they, that he, we don't know where where this thing will go, but um, I've seen his family pull together. I've seen our family pull together. I saw an Amish bishop who I would have used to had strong kind of feelings about um, pull together in love. I watched, and then I also we also got to see him respond to, and um, and know that his brain is not dead. He's there. So. So God is acting in a mighty way. And that song we sang this morning, My Ways Are Not Your Ways, I, I was really blessed by that because it truly isn't. Like, you know, my way, Iva would still be here, Grandma would be healthy, all these things. But that's not God's way. And, and there's positives that have happened. And if I think about those people with God, that's positive for them as well. Like, it's painful for us. But, um, but you know, that... I, this has been kind of a little bit of a ramble, but I'm blessed. You know, God has really been 
speaking quite loudly in, in our lives. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. He is faithful. He will lead you. And, um, and you know, as, even if someone's a little different than us, just remember, I, I sometimes think about, you know, God, Jesus hanging on the cross. And if he saw America today with all these different denominations that don't even really like each other, and all we all claim to be children of God, but, but we sure don't want much to do with you. And I just think he would have probably cried. Like, you know, if I, if, if I gave my life for you guys and, and 10 minutes later you're fighting about skid steers, I would feel pretty, pretty let down. Like, that's, I, I, I guess my, my, my burden is, is, to, is to love and serve and seek God and, um, and not be critical. Like, we can correct people, we can love people. Sometimes that is correcting them, but there's a right way. Let, you know, let's seek God. Let's 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 do better. 